Hello, hello. Happy Pride Month, queers. Welcome to Emotions with My Besties. I am Erin, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. Yay! Yay! Here at Mimosas with my besties, I shoot the shit with my best friends over drinks during podcasts, during podcasts, during brunch, you know, whatever. We check in with one another, reminisce, talk about our general tomfoolery, and speak from the heart. Our overall goal is to laugh, inspire one another, and leave each chat with a warm heart. And we truly hope that you do so as well. With all that said, let's meet my co-host. Hey, everyone. It's Siobhan. My pronouns are she and her. Um... Not so fun fact, it's cicada season, <laughs> and it sounds like a constant steady timber of uh, maracas or like a rattlesnake rattling, or if they're far away in the beginning of the season, it sounded like the uh, cartoon laser beams from the 90s. Um, and I feel laser like it's beams. almost <laughs> like the Twilight Zone. Um, but hey, that's so- just me. So if you see that, if you see that, <laughs> I can't talk today. If you hear that in the background, a little slow buzzing every time Siobhan talks, it is the beautiful symphony orchestra of right. a ton of cicadas that only come out every 17 years. They are living their best life. This um, is like prom night for a whole month. <laughs> prom night, senior cut day, all the things. This is where you look for your one boo or however many you might be able to find. And... <laughs> You just go to town. Bang it out like a drum. I I don't even know what to do. I can't even introduce myself <laughs> with all that information. How about you, hun? How about me, hun? Gosh. Um, well, like I said, my name is Erin. My pronouns are they and she. I can't even act normal after all that information. Um, um, I'm from upstate New York. The cicadas have not gotten to us yet. Um, and a fun fact about me is... One of my really close friends is on the podcast today, and I want her to introduce herself, so go for it. Hi, I'm KP. Um, I just waved, but only Aaron <laughs> <laughs> can see that. You do that, too. Hi. Um, <laughs> pronouns, usually use she, her, but really you could use anything over here. Um, and my fun fact is I've been thinking a lot about bucket lists and making one for the first time. Mm. Yes. I haven't, I have not actually pen to paper, pen to paper, pen to paper, pen yeah. paper. or, uh, you know, fingers to keyboard, right. fingers to keyboard, it did a bucket list yet, but it is like things in my head that I want to do. But I feel like the act of making that bucket list would be a thing. I feel like you can move it. You can shift the goalpost. Exactly. Like me, the goals of me, even, you know, a year ago, five years ago, mm-hmm. have changed. So um, fundamentally, there's a bunch of nerdy stuff on mine. But, you know, the bigger picture items. Well, you know, I, I've been asking people what they've been putting, you know, what if they have a bucket list, what is on their bucket list? And a lot of people, it's it's traveling, um, you know, and going places. But I'm going to be honest, my bucket list uh, I'm going to steal this name from Vanessa. She gave it to me. It's more like a sippy cup list. It's like, it. it's like <laughs> simple life things I want to learn or do, you know? Mm, <laughs> that's fun. I, I'm obsessed with this sippy cup list now. And it's also like not as daunting because like bucket list is just so heavy. I feel like it doesn't have to be, but 
Do we I have to explain what bucket list is for people? Oh, who... yeah, we should. Okay. Yeah. So... Now, does bucket... Miriam, Miriam Webster have a definition? I didn't do the research. I'm just asking know. randomly because I we all know what it is. But well, the, do our um... demographics include people who are skewed on either end of our spectrum? You might have people we, who are really we young. We have demographics from everywhere. So bucket lists in my definition and we'll be getting the uh research soon from anyone who has a <laughs> from computer our R&D right now team. And putting key from our R&D team <laughs> are, um I'm on it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um a bucket list um is a list of things, places, stuff, skills, anything that you want to do or learn um before you kick the bucket, which is where it comes from and kicking the bucket is a euphemism euphemism for dying <laughs> yep so. so before you die the things a list of things that you want to do before you die yep so that's ba- that's literally uh, the miriam yes. webster definition is a list of things that one has not done before but wants to do before dying hey i'm a dictionary but don't quote me on that <laughs> Just if occasionally. You a dictionary in the dictionary, you'll see a picture of Aaron, right. <laughs> <laughs> smiling with a big old cheesy smile. Dictionary, hi. Yeah, um, but I so like that. Cool. You can have a varying scale of uh, uh, I was going to say container to hold your list of items. It can be, you know, a bucket or small pond, or it can be <laughs> like a sippy cup. I like this. But yeah. I like the sippy cup concept because right. like I've done workshops on things called BHAGs, which are big, hairy, audacious goals. Mm. And um, also just like calling it a BHAG. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the first step of addressing BHAGs is breaking it down to smaller bite size steps. And I think making that bucket list is always overwhelming for me because it's like, first of all, you have to stand in front of your mortality. And then second of all, you have to think about, well, what are these grand things that I want to do before I die? Like you have to think about in my head at the bucket list is always like skydiving or getting married or like, we're always these things that in order for you to be like this big, awesome person you had to do. But really also that list has changed a lot with my beliefs and like what loving someone looks like, what makes you a full and total like person like what my personhood looks like and what like validates me what makes me feel whole um and then i, I like the sippy cup thing now because this bucket list doesn't have to be that this this list doesn't have mm-hmm. to be stuff that fulfills me um but mm-hmm. what if it's just little things that bring me joy and i feel like that's what you're talking about with the sippy cup list is like what little things bring me joy yes yeah it's a life journey exactly and i feel like it, it's just a it's been a really good time to think of that um with the pandemic, right? People are getting vaccinated. Is it over? No, but we're, you know, we're approaching where things are reopening or, you know, think things are changing again. Uh, like my brother unexpectedly passed last year. So there's that. And then I'm coming to this point in my life where my grandmother will be 90, probably by the time this comes out, 92, she'll have her birthday. Mm. And so it's been a lifelong kind of since I was 10, helping to take care of her and things are progressively getting worse. So what does life look after that? What's, what mm. are some of the next steps of things when like there's free time and 
kind of the road, the path is kind of changing for me. And and what's next? What are things that would make me happy that it can fill time and be simple or things that I've wanted to learn? Like my mom makes the best chocolate chip cookies and oh. I and I need to learn how to make them that well. So <laughs> And brownies. Oh. I can oh. do brownies. The brownies I can do. She, yeah, you can. But the, but the cookies are a lot of extra steps. So <laughs> so so things like that and taking the time to sit down and really think about simple things or like a big thing like my brother passing away he mm-hmm. always used to joke that he wanted his ashes dropped in a volcano mm-hmm. and so i made sure to get some of his ashes so like that's on my sippy cup list is making sure that i get his ashes yes. dropped in a volcano. Yes. <laughs> so what i'm hearing like is a that- slurpy cup sippy cup kind of yeah Bucket what I'm hearing on. is like a trip to like I want to say Hawaii, Hawaii, because that's the only place with volcanoes that like I think have access <laughs> to people. But I also feel like, and I feel like this is a thing. How many people have they had to say stop putting ashes in the volcano? Service, apparently, it's stop. a service. Like you can, yeah. I haven't looked into it because I think it was like the pandemic started, and I'm like, well, this is a problem for future KP. So I'll get to it when I get to it. But. <laughs> Valid. I feel like in my head, I'm like, that has to be a service. There yes. is a service. So he will be getting sprinkled right into a, a volcano. <laughs> there you go. There my So I, this isn't on my bucket list, but it's along the same lines. I have lived my life colorful and out loud, right? So I want to yeah. go out. No, I shouldn't say I want to go out that way because that sounds like that's how I want to die. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I want to die peacefully and surrounded by my loved ones <laughs> on a very calm day. On a very calm day. But I want to be celebrated colorfully and out loud, right? Great yes. Irish, you know what I mean? Um, great Irish Italian. I want to be stuffed into a firework. Wow. My ashes, my ashes, yeah. my ashes. Clarify. <laughs> my it ashes. can go a lot of different ways. I know, right. being very clear. My ash is put into a firework and I want to be exploded. Do no, you want it like a design when you come out? I don't know. By the time I die, you might be able to do designs. Like, it might be able to do that. Like, I don't know. We'll have to think about that moving forward. Like, what type of, like, do you want to just be one giant firework? No, I want to be a, a, a fucking you show. Wanna be sprinkled, you want to be sprinkled in all the little fireworks, like, that make up a whole yes. show? Yes, yes, I do. I want to be you wanna, <laughs> Which would Im- <laughs> wait? What'd you say? I didn't hear. Do you want to choreograph that yourself or <laughs> pick the song? Pick the f- I want to pick the song. Well, mm-hmm. Siobhan, yep. what? Go I was gonna say this goes back to the whole undergrad graduation where my song for you is Katy Perry's "Firework," and you can just like. <laughs> Go out, baby. You're a right, and it'll come out. Yeah, with all these different colors, because you can mix anything. I'm yeah. sure gunpowder and colors all come together yeah. with ashes. I don't and so think it'll it's be just like a whole. <laughs> all the things. Yeah. Um. But but yeah. So that's not a bucket list item necessarily, but it is a a wish of mine. Um. Technically, it's for a long itself. time. It's the whole bucket. Technically, for a long time, I wanted to be a part of the Illuminations show in Disney World, but that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, You can bring it back. Exactly. Get out of my mind. I'm like, (laughs) you can bring it back for one night only. Right. (laughs) One night only. Thank Mm -hmm. you. I was listening to that today. (laughs) 
<laughs> when not only okay da, da, that's, da, da. that's all we get um yep uh <laughs> but yes so on my so i guess i think if we think more about sippy cup list then might be more of a what would be on mine? So Siobhan, no, you had a bucket list item that you wanted to talk about. So as you're talking about it and you're helping me to see other things, I have certain goals I would like to achieve, but I never identified them as bucket list items. So definitely, I was just having a conversation this week. Bucket list item is to spend like over or up to, up to or over 30 days at the Sloth Sanctuary in Costa Rica. Like, just because, like, I want to volunteer, I want to have enough money to be able to volunteer for a month and not worry about pay and all the things so that means financial independence or some major form of stability. Um, and just going out to Costa Rica and volunteering and hanging out with baby sloths um, without having some other type of tragic incident, like a zip lining, you know, flesh eating bacteria situation. Um, <laughs> Damn it, Siobhan. But. <laughs> the other thing on my bucket list that I realized outside of like learning different languages, um, absolutely. Like you were saying yep. before KP travel is a big one. Like I want to go to so many different countries and experience so many different cultures and so many, some types of food. I don't know if I want to experience them all. Um, and just have that opportunity. But then when it comes no down limits. to Right. When it comes down to like smaller scale, because I know certain cultures outside of the fact that, you know, you just might literally not allow outsiders. I don't really want to eat anybody's like uh, organs raw, you know, or like I don't want to experience certain things like that. Um, not on my to do list. Uh, it'd probably be a polite no thank you. But other smaller things are like, ooh, I want to like do a Rubik's Cube all by myself. Like, I just want to figure it out. I just want to, yeah, you know, like do find the things that like make it a little bit crazy. Like for me, it was like for the longest time was having worm composting. So I was like, oh, I want to get worms. It's like, no, the house is going to smell. I want to do, it's going to do this. You're going to have mold. You're going to have flies. You're going to have all the things. I was like, okay, well, I won't get it. But then COVID happened. I was like, I have nothing else to do, but get some worms, get some paper and have all this produce scrap fed to said worms. And for, was it July when you came down, hun? Um, there was a point in time yes, where Aaron came July. down and my worms were delivered at the same day. And I was able to be late in preparing for my worms, but I had worms. I was extremely excited. And that is one of the things that I have found that gives me true joy because kind of like what you were saying or what has been discussed is that I need to find the things that bring me authentic joy. It doesn't mean that I have to do it every day, but if you're ever having a bad day or you ever get in a funk about something, you should be able to know this is the thing that brings me joy and it can pull you out or at least pull you up further. Um, and I can't give a concrete list of all the things that bring me joy. So I've been on this uh, slow journey because I'm not really trying all that hard. It's like, okay, well, I used to like coloring books as a kid. Like you want to go, if you have not had a traumatic childhood or something major happen, you go to like childhood memories like, oh, we had fun when we did X, Y, and Z as a kid. And so it's starting to go back into those memories. It's like, what did I do that I really liked as a kid? It's like, do I get like a skip it? Do we get like, you know, skip it's are dangerous. So skip it's are fun. They're yeah, they're a weapon on the playground. But you know, <laughs> I, will, I will say this. 
I completely agree with that because there are simple things that bring you joy when you, you, you know, you had more time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you're encouraged, hopefully, you know, to, to chase the things that bring you happiness and they don't have to be complicated. You don't have to read like intense things. You don't always have to be producing or, or making yourself a better person. Mm-hmm. Just taking the time for yourself to do things that you enjoy, no matter how simple they are. If you're not hurting anybody or not hurting yourself, go and have at it. Like literally my mom yesterday, she goes, Oh, I bought this. I just don't know how to, how to, how to turn it on. And it was literally like a glow stick, but it was a ball and I can send you a picture. And so like in order to, to, to get it to turn on, you literally have to smash, like throw the ball at the floor to break the thing that's on the inside to make it glow. But it, like she does stuff like that all the time, and it makes it exciting at home. I don't know, like that's great. Like she got a yeah, it's it's just never dull. Like she got this um, it was literally like she bought a bag of dirt, <laughs> but like it comes with gems inside, <gasps> like crystals. So you just like it's just tactile. It's something you do with you would think for kids, but she bought it for all of us to do. And so we're just like, <laughs> okay. I, well, love I would love that. I okay. would love that. I, I would like to pick up part of that spirit from her. Yeah. Cause that sounds exactly. awesome. Exactly. <laughs> just being an adult and having that childlike energy, like, Hey, look what I found. Let's figure it out. I want so, that. So now that you're, now that we're, so we're reframing this, right? So then my head has mm-hmm. been this bucket list is like things I have to do before I die. They're big, major things, you know? So I've never considered what I do at New Year's as creating like, I've been basically creating like sippy cup lists at New Year's each year. I've just been calling them like shit I want to do in a year. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. Yeah. Um, and this one was I I got nice with this one because this is one like, you know, I was figuring out what I'm gonna do with work since you know COVID kind of took my job. Um, so I called it the year ahead. I got real positive. So I put like write more poetry, see quote unquote more friends. <laughs> like because mm-hmm. at the time I was like, I'll see him on video, I guess. Um, love more. I got real emotional. Um <laughs> do more yoga. Uh Find incomes. <laughs> like, and then I got really real because I'm a Capricorn. Um, so more projects. Meditate more. Complete a few house projects. Um, mm. Have more bonfires. Make my three seasons room into a sanctuary. Um, take more baths. Cook more. Um, what else did I write? <laughs> I won't say that one out loud. Um <laughs> I was gonna say, (laughs) just cut it out in post. Tell us now. Cut it out in post. We'll it'll cut to us laughing. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. 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 You know, Um, I'm all for it. Uh so like those little things that I was like, maybe I'll find more joy by doing these things that are like daily things. Mm -hmm. But that's like a bucket list. That's basically a Mm -hmm. sippy cup list. Right. You just need the acronym for yeah. how you make it sippy. Um, but I never considered that because I was just like, should I want to do more in a year that would bring me more joy or do something that switch, like that is changing how I'm doing things that I know would help kind of get me out. I don't feel like I'm, I don't, not that I don't feel like I'm doing enough, but that mm-hmm. I feel like I can be finding more joy in this, in spaces that I have that space for. If that makes yeah. sense. No, I think 
the beauty in all of this is that, you know, with each generation, again, you know, excluding people who might not have had the best younger years, but if you've had some form of family where you have been supported and you've been able to do more, you know, your family has been able to maybe sacrifice so you can get to where you are, you yourself are at a position now where you're able to think about things that you want to do for yourself. I think especially people in our generation, um, it is not uncommon anymore to not be married, to not have kids. And so you're able to take yeah. the time to really think for self and think about self. Um, but at least for me anyway, the reality is I, I don't. I will think about almost everyone else before I think about myself in regards this to what can I do for said person or what can I do for this? And when it comes to doing something for myself, I absolutely draw a whole blank and it's like, well, I don't, I don't know. Hence the whole year of you season, which doesn't have to be a literal time frame, but just a, a mindset that you need to have and taking yourself into consideration, especially in light of COVID, because all you had was time with self. Um, if there was ever a point in time in your life where you thought, well, it's just me. If you were living by yourself um, and family wasn't close by, it was just you, um, which also Aquarius, perfectly fine with that. Um, and introvert, uh, perfectly fine with that. Uh, but it just helped me to realize, like, okay, I need some more things to do on my list um, because this could get maybe a little boring. It's nice when I have the option to just, yeah, I don't really want to be with anybody right now. I just want to be by myself. But when you have always just be by yourself, it's like, eh, all right. I guess I do like people enough to want to hang out so I can just come back to be by myself. But I want to be clear. I still have like big, like quote unquote, big things I want to do. Like I still want a blowout trip to Disney World, like mm-hmm. where I'm doing those VIP behind the scenes <laughs> walking backstage. Like I literally can be like, I want to go on this ride and they like take me to the front of the ride or like mm-hmm. I go to the most expensive food. Like I'm a, f- so I'm not high maintenance, right? Well, listen to this. Okay. I'm going mm-hmm. on a tangent. <laughs> let's ride, let's the, ride. i'm yep, not i'm not there. i'm, I'm in. <laughs> are we all okay um buckle everybody in buckle in um exits to your left and right um so i'm not te- i'm not dating anymore because i'm exhausted but when i was dating someone said i'm not high maintenance or anything so you don't have to worry about that i hesitated <laughs> to answer that question because i gotta be real I have, I know my needs and wants. I mm-hmm. would not define my, like, what is your definition of a high maintenance? Mm-hmm. I know my needs and wants. There are some times when I need attention and support. There are other times when you ain't got to fucks with me at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if I were to say, oh no, I'm not high maintenance, but then all of a sudden I need to get you on the phone because I need someone to talk to, that can be defined as high maintenance. Or if I'm like, I want to, I'm a fancy bitch, I want a fancy dinner, but I'm also fine with having like Tostino's pizza rolls and like watching a movie. So what is your definition of like, I'm just a complicated hoe, you know? So like, I'm a, I'm like a fucking (laughs) onion. I have many fucking layers. I can't define myself in one sentence. And I know for a fact, if I were to push you on whether you are high maintenance or not, you have wants and needs. So I hate this whole concept of people saying, oh, I'm not high maintenance. That's bullshit. Because people who are quote unquote high maintenance, um, I think sometimes just know their needs and wants and get looped into this high maintenance shit. Although I've known some high maintenance people who would be defined as high maintenance and they're just a little particular it's not high maintenance it's particular 
So people can be a little much with their particular needs. That's more the definition of high maintenance. I can be particular sometimes with my needs, but I would not define myself as someone who has those particular needs all the fucking time. So that is that was the ride I needed to go on. <laughs> no, we're here for, for this second. ride. Exactly. But back to what I was saying, I can be a fancy hoe sometimes and I want that fancy dinner and I want somebody to bring me drinks and just <laughs> give me fancy food. But I also can rock with pizza rolls when my stomach has lactate pills in it. <laughs> and there's a bathroom close by. I'm right there you know? with you. I so, remember when we went to the baseball game and you were like, we're we're for pride pre-pandemic. And you're like, we're going all out, okay? We're getting ice cream. We're getting food. We're getting the box seats, okay? <laughs> I, I, listen, we made a mistake when we went to Florida a couple of years ago pre-panty, which was <laughs> we got a I've cabana. Pre-panty? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. panty. Um, we got a cabana. And so people were, I could order drinks. I didn't, because I don't like water parks. Okay, fat people in water parks don't mix all the time. I can't fit on rides. There's weight limits. There's issues with people in bathing suits, okay? I'm fine. I look damn sexy in my two-piece. And I felt it, because it was like that black and white stripe one, like old school Barbie. I fucking mm. loved it, all right? So that wasn't the problem. What the problem was, was the weight limits on the ride. So I really couldn't ride anything except for two things. So how was I going to spend a whole day there riding two rides? So I was like, no, I'm spending the extra money. I'm going to have people wait on me. I'm going to eat all this food. And if it's not good, I'm going to complain. But it was actually really good food. So I got like a (laughs) plate of fucking spring rolls. I got drunk off my ass. Tim bought the hundred cent plus dollars of alcohol. I bought a ridiculous amount of food plus the food that was included in the cabana. I had music. I was laying out like from sort of fancy bitch. Um, We made that mistake because that was the first time I ever was up in a private space or had a cabana. I felt that life. You just tasted the mm-hmm. high life and you were like, mm, this is I was great. like, oh, wait, <laughs> I don't have to be around. And this, even before the pandemic, I didn't like weirdos. Sorry, strangers. Sorry, randos. Cause I'm a weirdo, but I don't like strangers or randos breathing on me. I don't know where you've been. Mm-hmm. I don't like people being able to touch me when I don't like, I don't know you. Like, don't put your body on me. So when I have to sit next to somebody and their leg can touch me, because I'm a large person, like, I don't like that. So if I can be in box seats where the only people touching me are the people that I know and that I actively hug and that I want to be in my space, I'm going to go get box seats at my local sports park and they're going to bring food to us and alcohol to us. And the only people around me are the friends that I want to be around me. So yes, Mm -hmm. we went all out for pride game at our local uh, sports park, sports ball place. Mm Mm-hmm. You're really sporting there. Right. <laughs> and you went to go buy the hat and got hit on. That was a good night for all. Yeah. Remember, you got a discount on the hat. <laughs> and I didn't know what was. Now, normally, I am attuned to when people are, like, hitting on me because I'm trying to see if I want it or not. You know what I'm saying? Had no idea this woman was hitting on me. Not a clue. Why? How did I miss it? Uh, oftentimes it's a little dicey when it's like queer, like, I don't know, but the signals sometimes sometimes. are hard to read. They get crossed, right? And I realize that in queer dating. It kills me because it's like, you put a movie in front of me, a TV show, a book, and I will hone in and immediately find the subtext between (laughs) two of my favorite characters, okay? I will find it. 
I will sniff it out. But like you just real throw life. An, in real life, I'm like, what? <laughs> nah. No. Mm-mm. No. Somebody else. It was the person behind me. <laughs> and I come back and she gave me her like um staff discount on the hat and shirt. Because Tim's cost sixty something dollars and mine was like forty something. <laughs> Mm. Which I thought was enough money. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds right. And Tim was like, oh, my shit costs 60 And I was like, how is that possible? I looked at the receipt and <laughs> a staff discount. <laughs> and you just took your discount and walked away. Because <laughs> she was just saying nice things about, like, my hair or, like, my shirt Should've or something. Circled right on back. Was it the voice? Because did you see that TikTok where it's, like, it's the vocal range? She was high up. She, if she would have just dropped the tone down, I probably would have picked up on it. I got to practice that. Maybe Instead that of being, like, nervous voice. have you Pardon? heard about her, her nervous voice? Oh no, no, I think she was just in a regular tone. But have you heard about this, Siobhan? Probably not, because. No, I don't. <laughs> Straight, straight, straight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not on TikTok. So, yeah. There's this uh, like theory, theory. It's not a theory, it's real. Cause like yeah. I've seen several where I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, no. I saw the video and I was like, you, that, that hit differently. Um, where people are like, especially in feminine uh, people. Um, when you are trying to hit on somebody, especially other feminine people, don't be in your higher register, be in your lower register. So instead of saying, hi, I really like, you know, I, I really like your, oh, what is that? What is that line they're using? Like, uh, I really like your outfit. I really like what you look like. What is something that'll be good? It's See, like, I like your shirt or something. I like your like, shirt. Hi, I really like your shirt. Instead say, hi, I really like your shirt. Yeah. Cause we're, yeah. I feel like, Yeah. <laughs> Like I don't hit on people, so I don't know how that went. But like, it's it different when you go. <laughs> Y'all can't see it, but I was fanning myself. So, yeah. <laughs> but like, it hits different when you're in a different register. And I'm like, if everybody, if anyone out there is queer and can hear this, go in your lower register when you're hitting on people, and you or just acknowledge it. Like, hey, and this is my lower register. <laughs> In this series in Mimosas with My Besties <laughs> and for Pride Month. Uh, tips. Uh, tips. Queer dating. <laughs> queer dating. Even best though of I'm, luck. Best <laughs> of fucking luck because <laughs> it, I give the fuck up. I, it's been, as you both have known, a fucking nightmare. Yes. Yes. I'm just terrified. Every time I like try to start, I just immediately just I'm like, I I can't. I don't know. I'll just keep reading books and watching TV shows and yes. <laughs> reading fan fiction and yes. uh, when when the when it's when a post pandemic world and more people are vaccinated, we'll we'll get back on that horse. <laughs> and in yeah, my head, it's like, yeah, I, maybe. I just in my straight head, it's like, yeah, maybe. When they ask, like, oh, how's the dating going? How has dating been going for people in a whole pandemic? Like, where are you meeting people? You've literally only been seeing forehead, eyebrows, eyes, top, what do you call the nasal bridge? Where are you meeting people that this is a thing? Because in my head, it's yes, obviously, technology exists, uh, insert all apps. Um, but I'm not really yeah. going out so I don't understand where you're asking me. How's dating life going in 2020? 
um, how do you think it's going? I, I, don't, I don't have the answer for you. And I'm not to it's say even obviously bigger, more of met. a trash fire than it was before. <laughs> it's not, to, I'm sure there's somebody who met someone, you know, first day of quarantine just for giggles, and now they're headed to matrimonial bliss. I am so happy for you. Other people, though, insert self. Um, I just don't. No, they are broken up because they quarantined <laughs> together. It's a hot girl summer. <laughs> You know, yeah. I did see a lot of couples get engaged recently, though, as this is kind of happening. So I do have a bunch of weddings I need to attend in the future, which, like, kudos, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's You've been made it me and my bird alone. And then I work all day and then go help with my grandmother. And <laughs> that's that's been my social circle, physically. Mm-hmm. And occasional driveway hangouts. <laughs> yes, driveway hangouts bring a breakfast, Sammy, and just... (laughs) And leave a pan of brownies. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I've made TikToks about it because it made me so happy and then I've eaten them all. Mm. They're fire. Fire. I would call... Put some pecans in them. Put some pecans in them. I fucking love pecans. I didn't realize how much... And I used to hate nuts and brownies because I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's a texture. It's a texture. No, I just didn't like specific like nuts and brownies well walnuts are trash i don't know what else to tell they're you they're trash <laughs> they're waxy throw them right out the window welcome to mimosas with my besties where we tra- where we fucking dunk on fucking walnuts right if you're they are walnuts, trash when pecans and almonds exist <laughs> <laughs> um candied pecans by the way great um, for fucking festival season, get them fu- like oh my god, the smell of them wafting through <laughs> any festival. They can cut through every smell, and I will fucking find that candied nut cart and be like, "Give me your goddamn pecans. What size? The largest. Mm-hmm. Hand them over, and it's like a fucking- serving size is like three of them. Three of them, and I said, <laughs> "Fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm eating all of them, every single one of them. Speaking of life decisions and eating a bunch of, <laughs> I mean, there's a food item list on my sippy cup list. Like yes. my abuela is like the best cooker ever outside of the cookie. I need to learn how to make like the rice and beans and the chicken the way that my abuela mm-hmm. makes it. Then again, she has like the this the same rice pan that's been around for decades. So yes, that's just decades of delicious the great, seasoning. Yeah. They tried oh. to get her a new one and. <laughs> It just like burn the rice on the bottom and not like the good, like the pickel where yeah. you're like, yeah, this yeah, is the good the stuff. No, yeah. you're just like, no, this is trash. So they just threw that pot right back out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just, oh my God. And then, so I'm so mad uh, that a while back um, someone cleaned the um, cast iron. I guess you're saying with soap. Yep. Oh, okay. Like dishwasher cleaned. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a no-no. You can use soap, but it's like a, you have to season it afterwards. Season it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, there was years, years mm. of good seasoning. So, needless to say, I had to buy a pre-seasoned one. It does not hit the same. You'll get there. Takes time, right? I was gonna say it'll be something you can leave in the family for the next generation, and then be like, "Oh, this has had, 
you know, a whole generation's worth of seasoning. You just have to put in the work now. Yeah. You know how I feel about putting in work, work. and cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but this all, is I the would... beginning. This is just the beginning. Two this years from now, it's beginning. like, this is the perfect one. Listen, you know I need an emotional support person when I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. I've discovered, by the way, so this is also... <laughs> KP, you're interested. Fun Here's fast. My story. Tell me more. Tell me more. So a part of my, honestly, my bucket list, my huge bucket list is to be able to cook like more successfully for myself because having lived on my own for years and years, I still cook the same fucking things. I mean, having digestive disorders, it's very hard to find new things to cook. But what Siobhan and I started do, to do during the pandemic, not only just to connect as friends, but with Siobhan being a dirty vegetarian and <laughs> pescatarian. pescatarian, pescatarian, true pescatarian. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you can eat whatever you want. I support people eating however and whatever they want. I do not judge. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> to all those but, pescatarian vegans out there. <laughs> we'll um, get you one we'll day. We'll get you one day. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a night where we would come up with what, ingredients we want we would cook together like literally cook together she wanted to be like okay Aaron put the onions and garlic in now we're putting the beans in now we're putting this and it'd be like a vegetarian meal for that that week I would have and I'd be like cool cool um and we would eat it together I would be able to cook better when I had a person and they don't even have to do step by step like Siobhan does although I'm better at it when they do that but I just have an emotional support person there like literally being sharing energy with me on the phone while I cook and it's just easier for me to do that. And I can do harder recipes that way. Wow. Me, I'm the opposite. Like the total opposite. If somebody else is in the kitchen with me, I, it causes undue stress. And it's probably just the people I'm with, right? So my mom bakes and we will bake together. And she's asked me like three or four times, <clears throat> excuse me, to make this really intense um, frosting, which Aaron, you have had before. It was on the rainbow cake I made for Aunt and Adam. And it's like 10 egg whites that you have to double boil with all this sugar and you have a pound of white chocolate that you have to double boil down because you can't microwave mm. white chocolate. But she asked me like four times to show her how to make it. And every time it's just so stressful in the kitchen with the two of us in there. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> One time we tried to make cake pops, we almost murdered each other. So anytime somebody's like cake pops, I'm like, no, no. never again. <laughs> You don't well, bring those up. <laughs> well, what's interesting is I did some research into it. So I have ADHD and there's something called body doubling for people with ADHD where somebody doesn't even have to be doing what you're doing. But if they're in space with you, like basically in, in the same room with you or sometimes for some people it's in the same house, but usually it's within the same room with you and you're doing an activity and they're doing an activity, you can get through your task list or the activity that you're doing more successfully. Cause they're basically like doubling. They're like doing it. You're, you're in a productive space with somebody else. So your body sees, Oh, your brain and your body, your wavelengths are saying, Oh, someone else is being productive. I know how to double that. I, I can double that. So they're basically like mirroring you, even though you technically don't have, they're not, they don't have to do dishes when you're doing dishes, they could literally be on their phone or, typing a paper up while you're doing dishes or some sort of productive activity, you do that at the same time. It's easier for you to do that. So if somebody else is on the phone with me and they might be writing a paper and I'm cooking food, like my Sagittarius in my life. And I just did the other day, I was able to just be more successful at it. 
Fun fact. Also, TikTok also confirmed that too. <laughs> Very cool. ADHD talk. But yeah, so I'm just like, it's helping me get to that bucket list uh, topic. Items. items. There you go. Um, for me to cook for myself more often by just literally, hey, if you just sit, do whatever you want. Maybe have a conversation with me. We could just be on video chat with me while I cook this dinner. That would be great. But with Siobhan and I usually were having and then eating the dinner together. Uh, my Sagittarius in my life, they were literally doing work. And then I cooked for myself, ate, and then we're like, bye. So literally, I'm stealing life essence from people. Um, <laughs> sharing. Not really stealing. Just sharing. No, you just learn something about yourself, right? You just, yeah. You just... Like you, you just are more productive when you you can share a space with somebody, whether that be over the phone or video or in person. Which, if we know me, does not sound surprising at all. No, right? No, not at all. Which I'm like, hey, so let's find somebody. It's like, oh, I got a date then. <laughs> find somebody <laughs> to come be a living partner with me, so that. Oh, but then that first step is you have to date. Fuck that noise. So I'm just going to keep calling my friends and my loved ones on video chat. I thought it was funny when you were saying, well, maybe not funny. I thought it was, or maybe eye-opening, illuminating, if you will. When you were originally talking about the bucket list and you were saying, you know, like, get married. That's never been on my bucket list. Because for the most part, before I was 28, I didn't really think about it at all. It's like, I don't really need that. Um... But as I've gotten older, yes, I do want a husband, but it's like, oh, yeah, he'll get here when he gets here. I'm not really in a rush, but we've had this conversation before. And so I know that it's completely different for other people because when I hear it's like, okay, so you've helped me to develop grace and compassion for others who were like, no, but but now, but but now, though, but now, though, thank you. Greatly as an Aquarius, it. it's like the most Aquarius convert like comment ever. Yeah, no, in my head, it's like, oh yeah, he'll get here when you get here. I'm, I'm fine <clears throat> because then it'll change everything. Yeah, right. It'll change everything. It's like, oh, now I have to change my schedule again. That's <sighs> a mood. That's where I'm like, <laughs> I've spent so much of my time like catering to uh, just everything else in my life. Where I'm mm-hmm. just like, wow, when things finally calm down, what's it gonna be like when it's just me like then and then if some mystery person comes along i'm like now i have to like share my space again right like be responsible for somebody other than myself and lord knows like i (laughs) between like my brother was like the biggest mess and also because of my grandmother's like memory problems our whole like my whole life she always used to half complete tasks so i'm i was always picking up after somebody so living by myself has been like a godsend because i just I just have to worry about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I left the socks on the floor or yes. like the clothes on the floor, it's myself. Yes. Or like if there's dishes in the sink, they're my yes. dishes. I don't have to be doing mine and somebody else. Yes. <laughs> Frida Kahlo, that shit, have two houses. I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast <laughs> yes. before. Yes. Have a and then have like a fucking hamster tunnel underneath. You know yeah, what I mean? Have two houses, several lovers. A okay, little compound. Okay. okay you just okay. rotate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, It'll be like a little mm-hmm. mood <laughs> ring or like a um, decoder ring you just kind of shift things around yeah 
<laughs> put a flag out. Here's my sign. You can come and visit me or stay out. Right, you know, skip, skip me today. Skip me today. Skip me today. <laughs> skip me. Skip me. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is why it's always been, oh, maybe I understand why people date multiple people or in a mm-hmm. relationship with multiple people. So you're not dependent on one person for everything because sometimes you want to throttle. Or you don't want to be that person someone's totally dependent on for everything because sometimes you just need yourself. Well, and I think it's important, like, I think playing into that, right? Even if you are monogamous, it's important to have healthy platonic and familial relationships. Right? Oh, my God, yes. Don't yeah. be outside of that, only. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. like, even if you have a, a partner and they live with you, you're just like, I'm sure you would still call your sister and your brother and your parents. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Be yeah. like, what's up? What's going on? How's it hanging? I mean, it's just healthy and normal and important. Yeah, I was gonna oh say, my it's, God, yes. it's a flag for me if when I was like, oh, so who do you hang out with? Nobody. So who are your friends? I don't really have friends. I'm okay. Bye. Right. It just, <laughs> it just I'm not- makes me a lot concernicus. It makes me a lot. I'm not going to be your only friend. You need other friends. Right. Like, I'm not going to judge you if you're not close to your family because everybody's yes. got family right. issues. Absolutely. That's totally different. Like you need but who's your family of your you choosing? Need a hobby though. outside of yeah, the found family. Who's your tribe? Yeah, you, where's your tribe? There you go. You need like, a Rita hobby outside of chosen family. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's a good song. Um, I can't be. I can't be your. your I, I've known relationships where people are literally their one and only, their yeah. hobby, their 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 mm-hmm. world. Sounds romantic in what we were sold when we were younger but it I was is say, not as kids yes as an adult cute. it's like oh my it god it is not please. healthy mm-hmm. do not mm-hmm. on that note of being sold stories i think i'm doing okay with this transition i was gonna say Kate, stick, it, more stick, stick it. it stick it i should have just stuck it um that's Kate, not the movie i'm gonna suggest <laughs> <No>. <laughs> On on the note of stories and movies and music, um, KP, do you have any say what what we do? Again, I don't know if you've listened. It's okay if you haven't, not taking it personally. Um <laughs> I'm nodding my head. Yes, I've listened. Remember I complimented your stellar introductions. Oh, you have, yes. I was correct. in awe of you. <laughs> oh my god, stop, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I love my friends. Um any recommendations you have for our listeners um, for movies or music? Because that's what we're asking all of our... I'm taking one for me personally. But again, I can call... As I have in the past, <laughs> texted you when I'm in a mood. Like, can you tell me what to watch? But our listeners don't have you on speed dial. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so I will give you a, a movie and a, an album. Um, okay, so we'll do we'll do the, the album first because that'll probably be quicker. So um, last year, disco made a big comeback, right? Yeah, at least three to four albums I can think of off the top of my head. But my top album was uh, Jesse Ware's "What's Your Pleasure," and I still am listening to that this year. Not like you know it goes out of fashion, but she's been dropping new singles, which means a deluxe edition is right around the corner. <laughs> oh, Jesse Ware's okay. Yep, Jesse Ware, What's Your Pleasure? My favorite song off of that is Spotlight. Pleasure. Got it. Spotlight. Oh, you sent this to me. I did. I made you listen to it. I don't know. It's one of those songs <laughs> where it's just like it. I vibrate on the same frequency as I it. loved like, it. I feel it. <laughs> I loved it so much. 
um, that it does make you just feel it um, in your bones. All right, so we got music. So from a movie perspective, uh, Netflix dropped Mitchell's The Mitchells versus the Machines, which I think is also timely uh, for Pride because the mm-hmm. main character is uh, queer. And it's just animated so beautifully. Shout out, shout out to Sony Animation because mm-hmm. like Into the Spider Verse is one of my most favorite movies ever. Oof, um, yes, and it's Phil, uh, Phil and Chris Lord, right? And they do everything they do. I absolutely adore. Um, but the story is fantastic. It's really funny, and I cannot recommend it enough. Um, yes, I one Phil and Chris Lord. Yes, yes. Um, and um, I love how one it visually looks. Two, so f- <laughs> I'm going to admit this. Um, I went to watch it, and it emotionally just got to me because of the father daughter uh, nar- narrative storyline. Was what I'm looking for. Yes, the core of the story is the core of the story hit a little too close to home for me. Um, but that's how well written it is. I was like, oh my God, this is just incredibly written. It just, it was just beautiful. And, but I was like, I have to be, um, I have emotional to be in a, a, a good emotional headspace for this, but it seems so fun. And I love the story and how it started. Um, but I was like, oh, uh, see, this is identical to me and my father. So I'm going to need to be in a better space. Put, yeah. <laughs> put, put the brakes on it, but it's so funny. You know, I don't know. It just reminded me of Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Like, it, that same Great vibe. Yes. The same vibe. And it just is, like, the next level of that, right? The animation, because what? Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I was in college, so probably 10 years almost at this point. Oh, my God. Stop. Really? God, I love that so much. But I feel like it just came out. <laughs> well, I mean, it holds up. It does it hold does. up. It absolutely holds up. But, yeah, like, the Mitchells versus the Machines, I... I could see me absolutely loving this movie because of the story, the heart, and then visually, and it looks freaking hilarious. It's so darn funny. My goodness. And that's on Netflix, you said, right? Correct. All right. And I obviously will put these in the show notes as well. So people don't have to worry about like writing everything down really quickly right now. So they don't lose it. Um, But thank you so much for these recommendations. Uh, that actually moves us very easily into astrology corner, our favorite corner. Chimes and yeah, I'm like, what's the sound effect here? I know. Right, haven't gotten the sound effect yet. Like um, tinkering bells or something. Yeah, I'm like, is it like calm tinkering bells? Is it like laser beams? You know, we're going like, <laughs> vibe. like oh a space God. ghost coast laser to coast beam. kind of thing. Oh my goodness, yes, space ghost. <laughs> Like a space space goes astrology oh. corner. <laughs> yeah, like hands down, something. record it, print it, send it to album. <laughs> I want it on vinyl. I want it on vinyl. <laughs> yeah, something like that, you know. Um, what we're gonna do today is um blow up uh KP spot um because she's a Virgo. And uh, we're going to talk about Virgos. I mean, nobody roasts me harder than myself, so lay it on me. (laughs) Which is such a Virgo move. Um, So as a reminder, sun signs are the part of the self that most, almost everyone knows and the primary energy that fuels our being. Um, And so it represents like the core self. Um, 
and kind of could be said to represent the ego. And again, I'm reading from The Complete Guide to Astrology, Understanding Yourself, Your Science, and Your Birth Chart by Louise Eddington. So let's go to Virgo. I always forget where to start. I'm going to cut all this out. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Virgos are very critical of each other. <laughs> of every everyone else, including themselves. No one can live up to their standards. <laughs> and yes. they always have to be right. <laughs> uh, wrong, accurate. never heard of her. <laughs> and, wrong, never heard of her. Uh, Virgo energy embodies the principle of service as they love to feel useful in the world. Virgos are attentive to detail and very analytical. Their inner world is often self-critical and they are worriers. God, never heard of it. Uh, They can tend to servitude rather than service and forget to take care of themselves in the process. Hmm. Wonder if I know anybody. You're telling there. (laughs) I feel called out. (laughs) Others see Virgos as ethical and organized, though I find it to (laughs) some. Oh, I'm just going to read this. Lay it on me. Rip the bandaid off. <laughs> Others see Virgos as ethical and organized, though I find it to be somewhat of a myth that Virgos are always tidy. Yeah. 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 This is in part because their perfectionist tendencies can lead to analysis paralysis. Yeah. You yeah. just get so burned out trying to figure out how to set something up that you're just like, and nah. <laughs> It's that perfect balance of I'm so stressed out that I need to kind of like, I will, like one aspect of my life will be a mess. So I will go and control it by cleaning and organizing things that I can easily wrap my arms around. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we're doing the dishes. Oh, okay. We're vacuuming Mm -hmm. and cleaning the birdcage. Oh, okay. We're getting rid of clothes. Like simple things. And then that's, that's how to get the control. But then the, the dumpster fire that I've left right. behind I'm, is undone. I'm done. <laughs> and analysis paralysis actually happens to people with ADHD too, where they just get this like they've gone, they're just analyzing everything that they need to do and they see this big task list and now they're completely overwhelmed, which is how they yes. just get frozen and like what you need to do. And we've all seen that happen to me. Um, and that also leads to why a lot of people with ADHD are perfectionists. So this all leads to this whole thing like caught up in perfectionism and analysis paralysis analyze is the primary word for Virgo famous Virgos, Prince Harry, mother Teresa, Bernie Sanders, Freddie Mercury of queen. So you got some fun Virgos. Okay. No, Beyonce is the one and only most important high functioning Virgo I've ever like has ever graced this earth. And mother Teresa was a monster. True. (laughs) Mother Teresa was a monster. I will take what you said, Freddie Mercury. I will take Freddie Mercury. I will take Prince Harry and Bernie Sanders. I will take Beyonce and I will take Michael Jackson, who was also a Virgo. (laughs) True. And then who else did we say? Where did they? I thought they had. Oh, Oprah Winfrey is who I was thinking of. And Bob Marley and Ellen. That's right. Franklin D. Roosevelt, what we said were Aquarius. Aquarius. Yeah. The age of Aquarius. And then Betty White is a Capricorn. That's why I was happy. And Michelle Obama is a Capricorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, so analysis that is paralysis. Analysis paralysis. Astral- <laughs> right. But I want to sound ghostly, you know? No, I'm literally taking you doing that. That is a recording. And that is now going to be the intro and outro to Astrology Corner. 
Thank you for that. Um, oh, like a whoosh with like a baby. Like, you need like that sound when they come in. I just looked up the other TV show, the laser show, the Herculoids. Like you need like that kind of noise that when they're coming in, you know, like some random spacecraft is coming in, that background noise. I'll find it and send you a clip. Like from 10 to 22, I'll send it to you. You need something to go with that. <laughs> I love how we're taken to season three to really, you know, grow right. and learn and expand. You know, that is growth. Right. What do we do here at Mimosas with my besties? Learn and grow. We learn and grow. Always, Always and forever. Now, is there anything else while we're wrapping up that we would like to speak on? Oh, God. Yes. On the bucket list uh, will absolutely have to be glamping. Um, it will absolutely not. Nan never happened during a... <laughs> Uh, cicada, you know, the brood, brood X return. X. It will not happen during that. It will not happen during some that body's forest tent caterpillar blight. I don't know how we're going to have all the stars align to figure out when things are not going to happen. Um, but gonna, that would be gonna, the ideal time, right? We're gonna have to pull charts, talk to entomologists, charts, right? Entomologists, astrologists, we're yeah, and just the farmers like, almanac. You're gonna have to really yeah. get that going, yeah. Because um, what I have learned, I'm not really because of the forest tent caterpillar blight. I'm not concerned with the cicadas like all over the place. So, you know, they fall on you, they fly all over, they just run into your face. Um, it's when they come to land on my skin. And then they try and get off. It's that sensation that just absolutely flips me. I can absolutely walk past you. You can fly past my face, but you land on my skin and I can feel you. And then you want to try and get off. Like you tense up. I don't like that pinchy feeling, the fluttery feeling. It's not, you know, Tinkerbell's and I can't remember any of Tinkerbell's friends. It's not any of that. Neither can I. Um, but that's what we'll be looking forward to soon here in upstate New York. Yes. Coming to you that. in July. No, yeah. I'm getting a, I'm getting a, a, I was like fire. I'm getting whatever. I'm getting a fucking, I'm like, what is the thing a flamethrower? that shoots the fire? And I'm like, eh, fire. <laughs> it's just fire. <laughs> I'm just getting fire. Yeah. I'm setting my house on fire. <laughs> it goes back to that whole nope thing way back when. Nope. Yeah, that ha- whole hashtag nope. Yeah, no, I'm not really all that concerned. After you've found caterpillars in your suitcase, you know, days to weeks after you've experienced time with them, cicadas are really not that big a deal. Listen, after you found a caterpillar cocooning in your luggage after spending three weeks in, yeah. in the... Adirondacks um, at the lake. Yeah. um, And just having caterpillars just fall on you out of the sky. Right. No, no. This is why. Hearing the caterpillar poop. It's only every 10 years, and we just happen, you know, Murphy's Law happen to be there on that 10th year of their cycle. You know how the the, uh, cicadas are on their 17th cycle right now? Yes. Um, 17th year, they come out every 17 years. These caterpillars are the 10 year. Mm-hmm. cycle and so this is when they have their big push of their population anyways um i'm gonna be like slightly phased but not horrifically phased because of what i went through in 2006 which makes me wonder what our musketeer adventures are going to look like um 
Also, last minute thoughts. KP will always have an amazing safe space in my heart because she was the one that introduced me to Schitt's Creek that oh, long, yeah. long time ago. Um, and I felt like I missed out because now that it's over, I was like, but wait, I just got here. You're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah. You're my buddy anyways, because like we went and we had to go right, get the we had a whole little adventure. Everybody. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> it's a good bonding time. Look, right. I was, I was like, Just hey, drink sandwiches, coffee, like it's a thing. I was, I was yeah. like, hey, anomaly. So my best friend's gonna be here while we're doing work in my house. Um, but she's real chill. Uh, right. yeah. She, yeah. She'll be awesome. And everyone was like, okay, it's your house. You can do whatever right. you want. <laughs> but I was like, you're gonna love her. I promise. And then everyone right. was really awesome. and then you're in the book you're in our book like your body is but your head isn't because it's blocked by somebody but you're like standing (laughs) on the stairs like posing (laughs) in the back of our photo book and i'm like siobhan's there because she was there that first year yeah that's a thing well if nobody else has and kp got any less thoughts you want to share to the listeners yeah be be gay do crime Yes, (laughs) happy pride queers, be gay and do crime. So with that said, thank you for joining us for our podcast. We hope that you laughed with us and in some way, shape or form enjoyed yourself. We would love to interact with our listeners via our social media accounts. We invite you to submit topic suggestions that we will use at our discretion. You can find us on Instagram at mimosas underscore besties underscore podcast on Twitter at mimosas underscore besties. On Facebook, you can search us Mimosas with My Besties Podcast, and you can email us at mimosa, that's one mimosa, mimosa besties podcast at gmail.com. We hope you have the best day you can have and stay hydrated. Bye. Toodles.